can't talk to her right now. The moment's not right. Nah, 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 nah. She's with friends right now. I don't even know if that's her boyfriend over there. And the way she looks, she looks like she doesn't even want to be bothered right now. Well, I guess I won't approach then. The hell you mean you're not going to approach? You always approach. Whenever in doubt, you always go and say something. You hear me? From now on, you always approach. After this episode, you're going to have a way to do it. Scratch that. You're going to have seven ways to do it. Let's get into it. Welcome, welcome back, my friend, to episode seven of the Red Velvet Podcast. I'm your host, Pablo Rosario, and you may notice that my voice may sound a little different than normal. That's because I'm under the weather. You see here, you know, I have a little one, and as is the burden with any parent, or the blessing, whichever way you look at it, when they get sick, you get sick. It's one of those things where they just cough in your face and you just smile at them and say, it's all right, baby, I got you, it's going to be fine. A couple days later, now your voice sounds like this, but hey, I'm committed to you. I say I would be here in your ear every Monday, and here I am, because you know what? I'm committed to you too, big guy. And so, now that we got that out of the way, (laughs) uh, what is going on? What's going on? I'm here sipping my wine. Why? Because it is the seventh episode. We have reached episode number seven. Now, number seven is a lucky number. Why? I really don't know. That's what everybody says, but I figured it's a good opportunity to record a podcast and drink some wine. And uh, with that said, cheers to you, my friend. Let me take a little sip right here. <sighs> mm. Yeah, it's a little Malbec. A little 20, 2021 Malbec right there for my wine aficionados. I have to get a little fancy. Because that's what we do here on the Red Velvet Podcast. It's always next level. It's the highest level. Always keeping it classy and sophisticated. And by the way, if you're not into wine, I'm not saying you have to be a wine drinker. I'm just recommending if you want to connect better with women, start learning about wine. You ain't got to be the the most expert, the biggest, best sommelier out there. Just know your different wines. I'm telling you, it's going to pay off when you're out on a date with a lady. Or maybe she comes over to your place and then boom, in your cabinet, you have a nice Pinot Noir, a nice Cab, a nice Sauvignon Blanc, or a little Rosé. You see these terms, guys? You got to get on your game. I'm telling you. I'm teaching you something right now. And on a complete side note, by the way, this has nothing to do with the podcast, with the topic we're talking about today. But I just <laughs> I just want to give you the tea, guys. I just want to give you put you guys up on game. If you want to know the best place to get wine, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's has a wonderful selection. It's not going to break the bank, and you'll look classy. And on top of that, lots of women shop at Trader Joe's. So it's a win-win for everybody. You go there at Trader Joe's. You go to the wine section. Chances are there will be a woman there. And guess what? That's when you can start a conversation. Say, hey, my friend Pablo told me I should get into wine, but I don't know anything about wine. Can you help me out? What would you recommend? Boom, conversation starter right there. And now that I think of it, that's a perfect segue into what we're going to talk about today. Because today we're going to talk about starting conversations. More specifically, I'm going to teach you, I'm going to give you different strategies 
for starting conversations. Now, before we get into it, let me just emphasize this one thing. Let me dispel a couple beliefs, a couple misconceptions. So first things first is a lot of guys, they put pressure on themselves, on the conversation starter for the wrong reasons. They make it the end-all, be-all. They make it seem as if the entire relationship that hasn't even happened, by the way, is contingent upon the conversation starter. That's because of this big misconception, and that's this. Guys think that it's with the conversation starter that you attract women. No, no, my friend. The purpose of the conversation starter, the purpose of the opener, is not to get her to like you. It's just to start the conversation. The part about her getting to like you comes later. The purpose of the conversation starter is simply that, just to start the conversation, just for you to open your mouth and just to invite her into conversation. That's all you're doing. That's the only expectation you want to have when talking to women. Don't worry about trying to get her to like you. Don't worry about trying to be smooth. Forget about being perfect. All you're doing is just starting. It's the equivalent of your opening move in chess. If anyone's ever played chess, the first move is not for checkmate. It's just to begin the game. And so think about your conversation starter like the opening move of a chess move just to start the game. You get what I'm saying? When you think about it like that, that should relieve a little pressure. So don't worry about trying to get her to like you at the beginning. You're just trying to start the conversation. That's how I want you to think. I'm not trying to get her to like me. I'm just trying to start the conversation. That's all. And if I can start the conversation, I win. I'll take it from there. In other words, how you start the conversation dictates whether you start the conversation on the right foot or the wrong foot. Now, the second reason why it's important is because being able to start conversations, mastering the skill, having the ability to start conversations with anyone, it gives you the ability to create opportunities for yourself. Because check this, too many guys nowadays wait for the perfect opportunity to approach a woman. They sit back, look, wait, end up looking creepy and stalkerish, by the way, and take a back seat and hope that either the woman approaches them, that someone introduces them, or that magically the gates of heaven open up and you have the perfect opportunity to talk to her. This makes you a passive dater. This leads you to taking whatever you can get. You see, because the big difference between the guys who get the super attractive, beautiful women, the women of their dreams, and the guy who settles is that the guy who went after the woman of his dreams, he created that opportunity. He went after it and he didn't wait. Whereas the guy who settles, because he didn't create the opportunity, he had to take what was given to him. He let his circumstances dictate whether or not he was going to get what he wants. And in the end, if you don't decide and go after what you want in life, the world will do it for you. And I can guarantee you're not going to be happy with what you're given. I remember being back in middle school and there was this girl that I had this crush on. She was very, like I'm talking about, ridiculously beautiful for being in, in middle school. I was like, there's no way you're... 
your face could be that beautiful. It's like everything's so perfect. The thing was too, she was very kind. She was very kind and she was very down to earth. So I made her even more approachable and more beautiful. And I didn't have any classes with her. And so all year, like a weird, shy kid, I just looked at her from the corner of my eye, hoping something would happen, hoping that somehow, some way, we would have the opportunity to talk to each other. A whole year passes by, and I say not one word to this girl, not one word, until the last day. Where I just said, screw it. I just walked into the class she was in. By the way, I was not in this class. I didn't know anyone in the class. The teacher looked at me weird. Luckily, it was before the bell rang. So I had some time. But I just walked in the class and I said, hey, would you sign my yearbook? She says, yeah, of course, Pablo. And in the yearbook, she goes, have a great summer, Pablo. Maybe we'll have a class together next year. I read that and I just wanted to punch myself in the face. Not only did this girl know who I was, but also wrote, I hope we have a class together next year. And that summer, I was like, never again. Like, never again is this going to happen. Had I taken a shot, created an opportunity for myself by just saying hi, by just saying something, something would have happened with this girl. Something would have perspired, something would have manifested, but nothing happened. I spent the whole year of my life with a girl that I had a crush on, who knew who I was, maybe had a crush on me, but it didn't happen because I did not possess the ability to start a conversation. So in a nutshell, while learning how to start a conversation properly with a woman is not really a big deal. At the same time, it is a big deal. It is a huge deal. And I've even used it to network and meet and become friends with a millionaire. So with that said, get your pens and papers ready. Feel free to pause this, get yourself in a place where you can listen, take notes. I'm about to drop some gold. With that said, let me take a sip of my wine. Let's get into it. So, numero uno, the first way to start a conversation with someone, probably one of the easiest, and it's called an indirect conversation starter. Uh, those in the pickup community know this as an indirect opener, and simply said, what it is, you're just asking a completely neutral question. You're just starting the conversation by asking a question that is completely neutral, does not indicate interest whatsoever. It's a question that any stranger would ask. So like, for example, hey, where's the nearest Starbucks? What time does this place close? Where's this train station? These questions are everyday questions. The reason why they work is because they're so commonplace. Any decent human being is going to answer your question, and they're not going to leave you hanging and dry. If you ask it with the right intention, the right curiosity, chances are that nine times out of ten, almost ten times out of ten, the person will answer your question and start the conversation with you without really thinking twice about it. Now, here's the thing. By the way, with all these conversation starters, I'm going to give you the pros and cons. That way you can have a full idea of these things. Now, while the pros behind this conversation starter is that it is common. It is super, super under the radar. And so you're going to get lots of responses because these are questions that everyone asks. At the same time, 
because they are so common, you're going to have to have very good follow-up conversation and very good wittiness to be able to hook the person into the conversation. You get what I'm saying? Because just asking where's the bathroom, that doesn't really garner much investment or much excitement on the other part. So while on the one hand, yes, you'll start the conversation, but the initial interest will be low. So like I said, you're going to need very good follow-up, very good wittiness, and very good captivating conversation skills to get the person invested in it. Uh, An example, again, an example of this is something like, hey, where's the bathroom? Hey, where is the train station? What time does this place close? So if you want to come up with a question, just ask them literally any question. Imagine you're a tourist and you're lost and you're just asking someone a question for help. That's how you do it. So boom, that is the indirect one. The second one, it is called the opinion opener or can't opener. And so this one is essentially when you ask someone's opinion on a slightly controversial subject. So what's an example of this? I'll give you an example. So actually one of the guys in my coaching group, the Red Velvet group, they actually came up with this because it actually happened to him. And it's like this where he went up to a woman and he go, hey, quick question. Would you ever ask a guy out? The reason why I'm asking is because my friend, he got asked out by a woman the other day and he wasn't really into it. Me, on the other hand, I'm all for it. I like getting asked out. What are your thoughts on that? So essentially what that is is that you're asking the person for their opinion on a particular juicy subject. Now you can ask them for their opinion like, hey, do you think they should shut down the park? Which, mm, it's okay. And the reason why that doesn't work as well because it's not as juicy. It doesn't pull someone into the conversation. It doesn't make someone want to comment. It doesn't have that gossip factor, if you will. But the conversation starter that I mentioned before about, hey, would you ever ask a guy out? It's relationships. Everyone has a common relationship, especially women. They love to talk about that. And so how do you come up with one of these conversations, these opinion openers, these opinion conversation starters? Well, listen to radio stations. Radio stations in the morning always have these debatable topics, these topics that everyone has an opinion on. Feel free to borrow it from there. A quick Google search will also do the trick. But another thing you can do is just think, what has happened in my life that's kind of juicy, that's debatable, a little bit controversial, and just ask someone for their opinion on it. And just make sure that when you do ask someone, you have to say why. Because otherwise, it's just random. Let's say for the purposes of this conversation, you were a woman and someone came up to you and and they asked, would you ever ask a guy out? And if you just leave it at that, it's a random question. They're going to think, why is he asking me this? But if you follow up and say, oh, because this situation happened to my friend and this was my opinion on it, what are your thoughts on it? Boom. Now you're giving her a reason. Now she's not going to think you're a weird guy asking random questions on the street. And now she's more likely to ask, or rather, she's more likely to answer your question. Number three, the direct conversation starter. What am I talking about? I'm talking about simply being direct. What is a direct conversation starter? It is when you let your intentions be known right out the gate. It's when you walk up to her and you say something along the lines of, hey, I saw you from across the street. I thought you were very attractive. You caught my eye. I want to come over, say hi, and get to know more about you. And the reason why that works, so the pros behind that, 
is that it shows major confidence. You know, to, for any guy to come up to a woman and say something like that and hold their frame, hold their ground and say it with direct eye contact, you just give off mad positive, mad confident vibes. And that's super attractive. But the con behind this is that you've already given the game away. You've already stated your interests. And so now that you've laid your cards out on the table, you took a big risk, and now you're in 50-50 land. She may respond positively, find you attractive, throw you the I like you vibes right back, or she may not feel the same way and just give you the, hey, thank you, I appreciate it, I'm flattered, but I'm good. Unlike the opinion conversation starter and the indirect one, those two give you an opportunity to showcase your personality as you're talking to the woman. So it's like a slow build where you get a chance to, you know, warm it up and and to build up who you are. Whereas with a direct one, you put it all out there and essentially it's, hey, I'm here, take it or leave it. Now, I've seen a lot of guys do this type of starter, do this type of conversation starter. And while they may think they're being bold, actually, they're doing it as a way just to get it over with. Because they're either scared or maybe they're too in their head or they're trying to be something that they're not. But a lot of guys go this route because they want to just get it over with or B, they have no patience for the flirt. They have no patience for the conversation. And one thing you have to understand is that no matter what type of conversation starter you use, women are not like a light switch, so to speak, unless you're Leonardo DiCaprio, unless you are freaking Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, you know, some pop star or something like that, or insanely good looking, attraction is not always going to be like that. Sometimes it does happen. Sometimes there is that instant attraction, but, but you do not want to operate off sometimes. You want to operate on luck because guess what? You really may be good looking, but to that particular woman on that type of day, you may not be her type. So, so to use a direct opener as a way to circumnavigate the whole process of flirting is just lazy. But again, when used right, I'm not saying that it's not bad. I'm not saying that it's bad. Because when used right, it shows immense confidence. It shows that you are bold and women love that. So that was number three. Number four is known as a situational conversational starter. Now, the situational conversation starters are essentially when you make a comment or ask a question about the situation or the environment or something on her that's happening in the moment. So an example of something like this is, I'll give you one. I remember going into a bar and then I noticed in the corner there were birthday balloons. And as soon as I walked in, I turned to my left and it was a group of people next to me. And I turned to them, I go, hey, is there a birthday going on here? What's that about? And boom, conversation was started. It was something that was happening in the moment, something we all noticed and I asked about it. Now, the reason why this works is because it's very natural. It's very natural and you won't get any shit for it. People won't go and, and go, hey, why are you asking me this? No, because you're both in the moment and it seems perfectly natural to ask about something that's happening in the moment. You're just a curious guy that you notice something. So this is a very good way to start a conversation. And a lot of guys like to default to this way of starting conversations. But here's the thing. 
You're not good at it, bro. Stop doing it. You're not good at it. And the reason why guys do it is because they want to be real. This is what I think this is why a lot of guys defer to this way of starting a conversation is because they want to be real. They want to be genuine. All the other ways seem either too risky or fake. And I get it. It makes total sense. Now, if you want to use this style of conversation starter, you just have to, first off, understand that this is a skill. Some guys are just quicker at thinking off the top of their head than others, which is what this conversational starter requires. So if you're going to use this, what you really need to be good at is being witty, is being is being able to think of stuff off the top of your head. That's the only quote-unquote con behind this conversation starter that it does require for you to be witty because essentially you're just doing improv you're just thinking of stuff in the moment now if you're good at that and that's your style not only can you think of stuff in the moment but you also can think of funny good engaging stuff in the moment not just boring oh that's cool well tell me more about that where are you from that's that's you're you're just doing it a disservice so if you can come up with funny engaging stuff off the top of your head this one would be a good one for you. Next, number five, which is the compliment opener or the compliment conversation starter. This is a personal favorite of mine. And it's simple. You just simply go up to a person and say, hey, I just want to come over here. I really love your shirt. I love your shoes because of X, Y, and Z. Now, the reason why this works is because you're giving value. You're making someone feel good and you're making someone feel seen and you're making them feel emotions right off the bat. So the impression that you're giving the impression that you are giving off is this is a person who not only notices me, but I also feel good in their presence because they complimented me. I mean, who doesn't like to be complimented? Now, the key behind, what happened to my voice on that one? The key, I hit puberty. I think I need a little, little sip of a wine here to get my voice back down to its regular bass levels. Hold on, hold on. Mm. Now, the key to making this conversational starter work is that you have to be specific, you have to be genuine, and you have to tell them why you like the thing that you like. You can't just go up to a woman and say, hey, that's a cool backpack. No, like, that's like, all right, cool, whatever. You're probably the fifth person who said that today. You have to say, hey, I really love the red on your backpack because... It stands out and makes it look really fashionista-like instead of a basic book bag. I mean, imagine if I came up to you on the street and I go, hey, man, nice suit. Boom. That's it. How are you going to feel? You're going to say, thanks. doesn't really do anything. doesn't really set off emotion versus, hey, man, I really love your suit. I really love the color combination. I have the pocket handkerchief mixed with the buttons. Did you do that on purpose? And I see the socks. Are those purple socks? Man, they stand out. You're killing the game. I love that because it really stands out and because I love it when a guy really takes pride in appearance. You're doing it big right now. Like imagine hearing that. Which one's going to make you feel more seen? Which one's going to make you feel better? The second one. And so you want to give similar compliments with women. Now, are there any cons to this conversation starter? Um, I mean, yes, there are cons to everything. I would say the con is that if not done right, if not, it can be seen as disingenuous and you hitting on them. 
And so you want to be able to say it in a way where you don't care whether or not they say anything back, where you are genuinely, I came over here to give to you. I want nothing back from you. And I'm just here to make your day. That's how it has to be said in order for it to register the right way. But let's move on. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Uh, we are at number six, numero seis. Now, numero seis, it is what I call the warm opener, the warm conversation starter. And simply said, that's when someone introduces you. Now, this is a powerful conversation starter. A little bit difficult only because you have to know somebody. But when done right, or when done at all, actually, it really, really is powerful because it uses the power of social proof. Someone else already vouched for you. This is especially true when you are talking to high value people, like very important people and very beautiful women. They are around people that are typically, uh, I want to say takers. I don't want to say typically, but they're very wary about who they have around them. They are unsure as to whether or not the person wants to hang out with them because they really like them or because they want something from them. So they're a little apprehensive around new people. And so when they get introduced to someone by someone that they know, that's a shortcut for them to know, okay, this person is cool. Like, for example, years ago, I went out to this bar named the Edison out in downtown LA. And I remember walking around and I ended up talking to these two guys, just having a regular conversation. And then mid-conversation, I see a beautiful brunette walk by my peripheral vision. And then I stutter. I, I break my neck and I stutter and I go, hey guys, I, I'm sorry. I just saw a very beautiful woman. My bad. What were you saying? And then they go, oh, you mean her? Oh, that's our coworker. You want us to introduce you? Hey, Vanessa, come over here and say hi to Pablo. Boom. I was in there. Not only was that social proof there, but 90% of the work was already done for me. So if you can find a way to get introduced to the woman or the person you're talk, you want to talk to, you're in there. You're in there. Now, the next one, is, it's a beautiful one that I invented. And I call it the look at me opener, or the, rather the look at me conversation starter. And what is it? It is when you do or say something that gets them to look at you. When you get attention and you make them look your way. So what's an example of this? I'll, I'll tell you the exact examples. I remember being in the supermarket. And I'm just there. I have my headphones on. And I'm in my own world. Now, if you had access to my music playlist, you would see the eclectic collection that I have. I have in there anything from Tupac to Backstreet Boys to J. Cole, Drake, Spanish to K-pop. And on this particular day, I was listening to Taylor Swift. So I'm in the supermarket in my own zone. I'm listening to Taylor Swift. And then, I'm not even paying attention, but I, then I start singing out loud going, I'm feeling 22. And then a woman next to me, she looks and smiles. I take off my headphones and I look at her and I go, you know you like the song too. Don't look at me like that. She laughed. Boom. We got into conversation. And so, in a nutshell, this conversation, this type of conversation starter is when you do something to bring attention to yourself. The way that you do it is typically by saying something out loud to yourself or doing some funny motions, some funny dance. But the easiest way is just to say something out loud to yourself. So, 
as if you're talking out loud to yourself and you didn't you didn't realize that anyone else was around. So another example of this could be you're in the supermarket and you're looking at the apples and you're like, what? Eight dollars for them apples? This is crazy. Or say something along the lines, if you want to get a little risky, you go, these melons are amazing. And then just catch her looking at you, smile, and then you go, oh, well, you know what I was talking about. And then she'll laugh and then boom, you're in conversation. The pros behind this is that it shows personality. It shows that you're a character. And it immediately sets that impression. So it works in your favor. So the only con about it is that, well, you have to be willing to uh, kind of put yourself out there. You know, she may hear it. She may not hear it. That's the only thing. Because you're not directly saying it to her, there's a chance that she may not hear it. She may be in her own world and not react. But if you do it within her vicinity and it, what you say is funny, she will look your way. Trust me. All right. Um, yeah, that was number seven. Yeah, it was number seven. But I'm here looking at my notes. Guess what? I got two more for you. I got two more bonus conversation stars for you. Why? Because I love you and I want you to be great. That's why. So here you go. More options, more opportunities, more ways to talk to her, more chances for you to meet the woman of your dreams. What I tell you, Pablo got you on this Red Velvet podcast, baby. Poppy loves you. This is what I got for you. Number eight, I call it the pop opener or the pop conversation starter. What it is, is when you wear an accessory or you have something on you that pops visually, that catches the attention. Me, I have my red velvet jacket. It's a red velvet jacket. Whenever I walk anywhere, it turns head. People can't help but look and comment on it. That's what you want. You want to wear something that has people comment on it. So it can be your hairstyle. I have one client that I work with. He has very long, beautiful hair. And when he brushes it, he looks like a rock star. He was at the boot camp in Vegas. I can't tell you how many times people stopped him and asked him, are you a rock star? They came up to him and started conversations with him. I have another guy within the Red Velvet group. He got flowers for his girlfriend. And as he was walking, people were looking at him. People were starting conversations with him. And so this is a great hack where you have something that catches the eye, especially of the females, that has them turn their head and start conversations with you. My top recommendations for these things, I recommend either some fashion accessory that has pop in it. I really guess bold color and catches the eye. I'll recommend walking around with flowers. That does great. I'll recommend walking around with a puppy. That's a game changer. What? Another one, here's one you didn't think about. Walk around with dessert. Women love dessert. They can't help it. Walk around with dessert. It's definitely going to catch their eye. The last one I want to give you, the last bonus that I want to give you is called the can you take my picture conversation starter? Now, I can't take credit for this. I want to give credit where credit's due. And this goes out to David and Ronnie. These are two of my guys that are also in my Red Velvet group. I love these guys. Like These guys are doing awesome. And it, I'm going to tell mad stories about them. But these guys, we were in the boot camp in Las Vegas. And they just invented this conversation starter. And I just see them at different parts of the night going up to people. And I see a bunch of people taking pictures of them. And I'm like, what's? I don't get this. Like, they don't need that many pictures. They've been, they've been to Vegas before. And I go and talk to them. I go, hey guys, like, what's going on? What are you doing? And they're going like, hey, no, we just we just ask people to take pictures of us, and then we just start a conversation with them after. And I was like, that is genius. 
the average person will say, yeah, sure, I'll take your picture. And women, they'll be more than happy to take pictures. They're excellent at taking pictures. You can make jokes and say, hey, make sure you get my good angle. Make sure you get my good side. No flash. And then from there, you can talk about how she took a great picture, a bad picture. But these guys, they did it in Vegas, and they killed it. They killed it. Met some beautiful women from Germany, I believe. Now, with this, you know, can you do this in the supermarket? Uh, not really, but you can do it while you're outside. It's a great one to do outside or anywhere, rather. I mean, you can just make up an excuse for why you want to take a picture. No one really, no one's really going to question you or anything like that. Now, for all these conversation starters, if you're thinking, can I use these in the daytime? Can I use these in the nighttime? Can I use these at the park? Can I use these at the supermarket? My answer is this. Yes. For the majority of them, you can pretty much use them anywhere. You can go indirect, opinion, direct, whether you're at the supermarket, whether you're at the park, whether you're at Starbucks. That's the beautiful part about these types of conversation starters. And that's why whenever I teach a guy, whenever I'm coaching a guy, I try not to give him exact words to say because certain words, certain conversation starters are only applicable to certain situations. I always have guys going, Pablo, what do I say if she's in the park and it's five o'clock and she's left-handed? Pablo, what do I say when they're turning over to the right and there's two people in front of them and the sun is right above them and they're about to leave from work? Like you can't come up with a conversation starter for literally every situation. So your best bet is to have strategies have strategies that you can adapt to every situation. And that's why I love these types of openers. I'm like, this is why I, and that's why I love teaching conversation stars like this. When you know the basic uh, strategies and principles, you can create your own indirect opener no matter what the situation is. So like I said, with indirect, it's where you just ask them a neutral question. Let's say at the supermarket, hey, where's the produce section? Let's say you're at the cafe, hey, do you know what time this place closes? Let's say you're at the bar. Hey, do you know where the bathroom is? Again, it's the same indirect type of conversation starter. You just flipped it to accommodate the situation. Does this make sense? I mean, let's use another example. Let's say, again, you're at the park. Hey, I love your rollerblades because they reminded me when I was younger as a kid. And it's very youthful and I love it. Let's say our supermarket. Oh, I love your hair tie, I'm just make something up. No, I love your t-shirt because it's funny. It reminds me of my favorite TV show. You have a great sense of humor. Let's say you're at the bar. I love your dance move because of X, Y, and Z. You see, um, let's go with the, let's go with another example. Let's go with situational. Again, doesn't matter where you are. Comment on the situation. You're at the coffee shop. Oh, it's crazy how they make these drinks so fast, isn't it? Or let's say at the supermarket, hey, how do you pick out your vegetables? Because mine tends to go bad. I know that you have a lot of vegetables. You must know what you're doing. Or let's say you're at the bar. You look like you're having a good time. I see you smiling around with everybody. Are you the manager of this place or something like that? That last one wasn't the best. But you get what I'm trying to say. The only one that is situation specific is probably, I want to say, the opinion one. Because the really bold guys, the guys who are really good at this, they'll say the opinion one anytime, anywhere. And you can get away with it and it will work. The only thing is that for beginners, I understand how congruency and not wanting to be found out is big for them. And so saying a conversation starter that is congruent with the situation gives them more confidence to say it. So asking about 
hey, would you ever ask a guy out? I get it. You may feel weird asking that in a supermarket. My guys do it in red velvet. That's because of what we do. But let's just say for the average guy, it may be a little difficult. It may seem weird. Like, why am I asking this in a supermarket? Whereas maybe in a bar, it's actually more acceptable because you can say my friend's over there and we were just talking about this. So most part, you can use these anytime, anywhere. The key thing behind this is not what you say, really. The key thing behind it is that you are congruent and that you're actually curious. Curiosity is the biggest thing. If you want a way to make sure that you don't get found out, because I know that's a worry of yours, actually be curious about what you're asking. When you're curious about your, what you're asking, it will come off in your voice, it will come off in your presentation, and the woman will genuinely answer your question. So be genuinely curious about what you're asking. That's the biggest tip that I can give you. Also, don't try to master all of them. Pick the ones that work best with your personality. So out of all the ones that I mentioned, the ones that are my favorite are the compliment one, the situational, the pop, and sometimes I go direct. Sometimes. But for me, like opinion ones, they're typically not my thing. The warm openers, the warm conversation starters, it happens. I don't really rely on them because I'm very active. Like I create my own opportunities, like I said before, but those are my personal favorites. I have, I have friends who go direct. They are strictly direct and it works for them. I have other friends that they make their money off indirect, asking just the most random questions. But like I said, the key here is just to pick whatever resonates with you. So this is my recommendation for you, my friend. I recommend to listen to this again, take some notes and pick two, maybe three that resonate the most with you. After that, I want you to think about the places you typically go to meet women or places that you are most likely to meet women. Try and anticipate those situations and try to create or imagine or visualize or prepare the type of conversation starter you would say. What would you say? How would you say it? The number three go do it. I recommend doing it on women and people that you are not attracted to. That way you're not intimidated by them. And that way you can actually get practice saying it. The focus is practice. So those will be my recommendations as far as like what to do and how to get started. And please, please, guy, email me, send me a DM. Uh, I'm on Instagram, on TikTok, at Pablo J. Rosario. I would love to hear how you guys did it. I would love to hear how it went for you or if you need any helps or anything like that or you need help like tweaking, just feel free to DM me or email me at pablo at pablojrosario.com. I would love to hear from you. But fellas, like, let me tell you this. The important thing, at least at the beginning, is just get the repetitions. Get the repetitions and practice on everyone. When I was learning this stuff, I did this on the mailman, the woman that was taking my order at the restaurant, the person, uh, the janitor, the post office employee. I did it on everyone so I can get used to starting conversations like this. And you'll notice that the more you do it, the more you'll get reactions from people and that it's actually fun to talk to people. And let me leave you with this one last thing too before I leave. The biggest key to this, to make this great, no matter what you say, is make sure it creates an emotional reaction. Whatever you ask, make sure that it's juicy and it has some type of emotional weight to it. The more that it does, it's not a, it's not a requirement, but it will work out in your favor. 
if you do, because the more that it does, the more likely they are to be invested in your conversation starter. You get what I'm saying? Yeah.